At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Minnesota Tim Podcast. I appreciate you listening. While you're listening, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast wherever you are currently listening to this podcast. Okay, so the Minnesota Vikings started the season 1-0. It's my birthday weekend. They finally won on my birthday weekend. Uh, My birthday is actually tomorrow, but it is tradition for my wife and me and uh, now daughter to go to my parents' house to uh, watch a little football. So watch the game with my mom and dad, wife and daughter. The Vikings are 1-0 in my daughter's debut wearing a Minnesota Vikings outfit. Um, I had to remind her a couple of times yesterday that the Vikings will not be perfect like this every game throughout your life. So uh, don't always expect a victory from the Minnesota Vikings as great as they looked. Zoe, I had to look her down in the face as she was smiling and cheering the Vikings to victory. I had to look her in the face. I had to tell her this harsh truth. I said, there will be a time. No, 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 no. There will be several times. No, 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 no. There will be thousands of times where the Minnesota Vikings disappoint you. The Vikings will fail. They will lose. They will lose in horrendous fashion. There's this man named Josh McCown who knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs in like 2003. And then there's this Dallas Cowboys receiver that pushed off and caught a Hail Mary. And then there's this Gary Anderson who missed a kick after being perfect all year. And then there's this Brett Farvella who threw an interception to the Saints while in field goal position, um, which took away the chances at winning a Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl. But there will be times like Sunday as well, Zoe, where the Vikings win and they make it look easy. So there was a lot of excitement after the Vikings won. And from the opening series, the Vikings went down against the Packers, had no problem. Cousins found Justin Jefferson multiple times, fourth and one at the goal line. The Vikings didn't run the ball up the middle, which is a Mike Zimmer special, a Bill Parcells special to bring in eight offensive linemen, four tight ends, and run the ball right up the gut. Instead, Kevin O'Connell goes play action, Kirk Cousins finds Justin Jefferson. The entire offensive scheme looked different. We have never, ever seen an offensive scheme like this in Minnesota. No coaching staff in the history of Minnesota, Vikings football, has had a scheme like this. The motion having three receivers out. They showed a statistic during the game. They said that the Vikings were 29th in the NFL last year in the amount of times 
they had three receivers on the field. And it was for like 42% of the time. And during the first game, I think they flashed this graphic in the third quarter, so I don't know how it ended. But during the course of the game, they said the Vikings did it 74% of the time compared to the 42% of the time under Mike Zimmer. So clearly, Kevin O'Connell is bringing a new and improved offense to the Minnesota Vikings. And it didn't take long to see. I was joking with my parents how, you know, first play of the game, you can see an entirely new offense, a new quarterback, new receivers, new running back. But as sarcastic as I was being, I was also being honest. To see three receivers on the field at the same time, Thielen, Osborne, and Jefferson, it was so enjoyable. That was the first game in a long time that was enjoyable to watch. I wasn't stressed watching the Vikings game. And I know how ridiculous that sounds, being stressed watching a Vikings game. But, I mean, we're football fans, right? People get stressed watching games. But it seemed like there was a plan. It's there. It seemed like there's a purpose behind the plan. It seemed like for the first time in the history of Vikings football, the coach, the GM, the players... They were ahead of other teams. Like the Minnesota Vikings offense and defense seemed more 2022 than the Green Bay Packers. They seemed up to the times, even past the times. It seemed like it was fresh. It was new. It looked like the Los Angeles Rams. Justin Jefferson, 184 yards. Looked like Cooper Cup last year. And if he continues to perform like this, he will undoubtedly be the best wide receiver in football. And Kirk Cousins, if he continues to perform like he did in game one, will be undoubtedly a top three MVP candidate at the end of the season. When you pull up the numbers, Kirk Cousins, 23 for 32, 277 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. When you compare that to Aaron Rodgers, 22 for 34, 195 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Rodgers didn't throw a single touchdown pass. And I'll get to that in a minute. But the balance the Vikings had on offense, they ran the ball 28 times, but it certainly didn't feel like it. It was so unlike anything I've ever seen from the Minnesota Vikings. On first down, they didn't run it every time. If they threw on first down, it wasn't an automatic run on second down. I already talked about the fourth and one at the goal line where where historically the Vikings would just pound it up the middle and go nowhere. The entire defense, the entire stadium, people all around the world knew what the Minnesota Vikings would do on fourth and one at the goal line historically. Not on Sunday. It looked completely different. Looked completely fresh, like I said before. It looked like something that I've never seen before from the Minnesota Vikings. The players looked excited. It looked like the players were given ownership on the field, which is something that Kevin O'Connell has been stressing during training camp. So it's very exciting. Um, 
However, I do want to get to a point, and I think this is a very important point. I don't think the Vikings are going to go 20-0 this year, and that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm going to make is coming up soon. As great as the Vikings were, as dominant as they looked, they won 23-7, but the game was much closer than it felt. When you think about the first play of the game, offensively for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers' stat line was 22 for 34, 195 yards. Zero touchdowns, one interception. You go back to the first play where Christian Watson, the Packers drafted him. They traded up to the Minnesota Vikings spot and selected him in the first round. You go back to that play, he has Patrick Peterson beat by 10 yards, and it goes right off his hands. That play completely changed the game. And it's nothing the Minnesota Vikings did. It was a drop by Christian Watson. A perfectly placed throw by Aaron Rodgers. How much does a 7-7 game change things? Change the momentum? Change the play calling? The Packers had a punt. And the Vikings eventually got a field goal. And I think they had a 17-0 lead at halftime. And then you go back to the goal line stand from the Minnesota Vikings. The Packers were at the one. And they ran their running back, A.J. Dillon, I believe. I don't think it was Aaron Jones. I think it was A.J. Dillon. They ran him right up the middle. Zadarius Smith grabbed his legs, and the linebackers helped push him back. But that was another 50-50 play. The first play wasn't even 50-50. 99% of the time, that's a touchdown. And the goal line stand, I mean... What is that? Probably 70% of the time that's a touchdown. So the Vikings got tremendous breaks in game one. They won by 16 points. That's two touchdowns that I just looked at that could have gone the Packers way. Not even could have gone the Packers way, but should have gone the Packers way. So the score was 23 to 7. But the Vikings made crucial mistakes in this game. And the game was much closer than the 23-7 finale. If the Vikings do this stuff against the Eagles, defensively, like leaving Christian Watson open by 10 yards down the field, they're going to lose on Monday Night Football. It's so funny. I was thinking about this last night. You know how when you play golf, at the end of your round, let's say you shot a 92 and you're trying to break... 90, trying to, trying to shoot at 89 or lower. You go back to your car and you think about all those moments that could have become a positive or should have been a positive that ended up negative. You think about the four putt or three putt on 15. You think about the dubbed iron shot on seven. You think about the two chip. On hole number three, you think about the shanked drive on hole number one. Then you took a breakfast ball and you shanked the second drive. You think about all of those things. Okay, well, if I just did this or if I just did that, then I would have shot the score that I wanted to shoot. But that's not always realistic. What you should think about, you should think about those. Okay, that's fine. You can think about those. It makes yourself feel good about your golf game. 
But what you should think about, too, is that, wow, I hit this terrible shot and it bounced off the cart path, off the tree, onto the green and into the hole. Or, wow, I hit this shot and it went through the creek, skipped a little bit in the water, bounced out, and I didn't have to take a drop shot. You always think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas that should have been positive that ended up negative. You don't really think about the should have been negatives that you got lucky and became a positive. It's the same thing with the Minnesota Vikings. Right now, everyone is thinking about all the negatives that could have been positive, but no one's talking about the Christian Watson drop. No one's talking about the fourth and goal from the one-yard line where the Packers got stuffed. And it's honestly a stupid play call. I mean, why would you not give the ball to Rodgers? So, as great as the Vikings season has started, I'm excited. This offense, this defense, it looks energized. They look excited. Kirk Cousins feels like a leader. And he gave the game ball to Kevin O'Connell and Kwesi? Do you think he ever thought about doing that for Mike Zimmer or Rick Spielman? The answer is no. Zimmer and Spielman and Cousins. I don't know how Cousins got along with Spielman, but Cousins certainly did not get along with Zimmer. And why? Because Zimmer installed a culture that was not player-friendly. He installed a culture that was nitty-gritty, nose to the grindstone, and players hated him. Players hated the culture. Players were calling him Satan. Players were calling Zimmer's culture toxic. The game on Sunday was not evident of a toxic culture. Players were excited. Players were hyped. And Kevin O'Connell and Kwesi got the game ball. We have a lot to look forward to this season. And it seems like a playoff berth, like a division championship, is very, very possible. But there were crucial mistakes in that game by the Packers that the Vikings got lucky. And um, I'm definitely going to notify those two. I'm definitely going to recognize those. But... I don't want to hold back excitement because I'm ex- as excited as the other guy, but I also want to, wanted to take a realistic approach to this game. The score was 23-7, to but the Packers easily could have capitalized on two more touchdowns in that game. Thank you for listening to the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Everyone have a great day. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.